I remember you was conflicted, misusing your influence. I would like to welcome everybody to my podcast, featuring me. <laughs> I'd like to thank everybody for taking the time out of their life just to listen to my thoughts. I can see how I view life and how I see things. <laughs> welcome. Let's get it. Welcome to Chasing My Thoughts. Uh huh. Welcome to Chasing My Thoughts. Uh huh. Yeah. Welcome to Chasing My Thoughts. Ah. Uh, and I appreciate y'all, all of y'all. Let's go. Look at look. I'm back with another episode. And this is the completion. Not of my podcast, but of my family series, right? And it's, it's, look, let me tell y'all something. Fulfillment is a word that seems to escape people nowadays. People always seem like they're searching for more, need more. It's rare somebody actually gets something and goes, I am fulfilled. And I think I'm reaching that moment right now with this podcast and this episode that I'm doing. The person that I have on is <laughs> if, if this is peak happiness, this is peak joy, this is peak fulfillment, because there's not many people in this world. That can make me feel the way I feel right now. I want to be as humble as I can, but this got me feeling a little cocky. Because I was able to get this person, this beautiful soul, on this episode with me. This person that's on this episode is so strong-willed, so determined, seems so put together. Seems so complete. She is a bright, shining star when you walk into a room. There's not many rooms she walks in that doesn't feel brighter. She is the uplifter of my family, she is the backbone. Of my family. She is the person. That keeps me. Going straight. Hey. hey, Don't go that way. Uh Uh-uh. Don't do that. Get. Stop it. That was her growing up. (laughs) She was the corrector. (laughs) She was just special. And now that I said all that, 
I'm going to introduce her. She is my big sister. My rock. She is none other than Katrina Rivers. Whoa, Katrina Thompson. Let's get it correct now. <laughs> I can't make that mistake either. You're a married woman too. Yes. She's... Look, Trina, I'm not going to do no more. I'm going to say welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm going to ask you, of course, of course, of course. It's, it's my pleasure. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you first question. Okay. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm doing really good. I'm glad to be a part of your show. Now, we done listened to a few episodes. I we done listened to Mommy. Mm-hmm. We done listened to Rel. We started Chelsea's. Mm-hmm. So you pretty much get the format. You mm-hmm. pretty much understand how this goes. Yes. Which is like something I didn't want, but, you know, can't, afo- can't avoid it because, mm-hmm. you know, I done did so many. But I'm glad you're doing well. Thank you. I'm glad to have you. Thank you. I'm glad to be a part of this. You look, you look like you, you focus. I am. I'm ready to go. Boom. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get it cracking then. <laughs> okay. Look, we're going to start from day one. We're going to start... From the beginning. Yes. You know, the Bible, they said, in the beginning, there was the word. <laughs> and the word was with God, and the word was God. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Yes. So, we're going to start into the beginning. Okay. The, what's the, what's the book? What, why am I, why is it slipping my mind? What's the beginning? That's the uh, first, what's the first chapter of the Bible? Trina? Genesis. Genesis of Katrina Thompson. <laughs> when she was Katrina Rivers. Mm-hmm. Yes. I want to talk about your childhood and what life was like for you growing up. Life was really good. Um, we, I mean, from the time I was little, before we lived in the house that we all speak of is 632 East Allen's Lane. I lived in, ben, I grew up in Ben Salem for the first, I want to say, nine years of my life. And me and mommy, mommy was very different from when you met her. Um, but I was, I was, it, I had a very good early years of childhood. Okay. And I'm glad you mentioned mommy. We're going to get to her in a minute. But I, I'm going to focus on you as a child. And as what type of child do you believe you were growing up? Were you the hard-nosed child? Were you the easygoing child? What, 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 what kind of child were you? Um, I, I like to have fun. I enjoyed my childhood experiences. I like to play with Barbies. I like to hang out with my friends, Mm -hmm. but I was also like a no nonsense child. You know, I wanted to be where things were good, but safe. Um, but I was very connected to my friendship and my, um, cousin circle growing up. And I had really great childhood relations, relationships with them. You know, either I was going to their house or they were coming to my house and mommy would take us places. We we, we used to love to go shopping. She would take us shopping. I, I used to love Hello Kitty. So that was like a treat for us to go over to the mall and buy Hello Kitty stuff. So um, it was okay. really, it was just innocent and good. Just like good meaning 
easy? It was definitely easy. You didn't have to worry. I didn't have any cares. Mommy, it was just all about growing up in a positive, safe, loving environment. Okay. And you weren't born at 632. No. Where? What part of Philly were you born into? I or was, could, what was your earliest memory? Like Okay. The earliest memory of my neighborhood would be up in Ben Salem, up in what well, it used to be called Cornwall Heights. But I grew, I was born in Philadelphia, came home to North Philly for the, like the first two years. And I remember vaguely we lived in Johnson Homes and then we moved from there up to Cornwall Heights. Mm. And from there I did my early school years from kindergarten through fifth at a school called Faust Elementary. Okay. And then um, once, I guess, I stayed there until about we when I turned ten is when we moved to six thirty two. Oh, so we was at six. Mommy was at six thirty two for a good while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that escaped me as a child. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, I all I don't know why I thought this, but I always thought that six thirty two was shortly after rail, a little before me. I don't know why I thought that. Like mm-hmm. honestly, like I honestly thought. That 632 was a newer thing. We moved there in 1980. Okay. 79, 8, I think it was 1980, I want to say. And I was turning 10. And then, you know, Terrell came a few years after that. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah. See, I, I didn't know that, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, So you being 10, I remember uh, Mommy's episode and talking to Mommy and asking her about your father. Mm-hmm. And how he passed away, and then y'all moved to 632. That's mm-hmm. how she laid it out for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So that was like one of the first things that ha- that I was like, so wait, we was at 632 for a good while, like before I came. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like when she said that. But going back to that time, what, what are your memories of your father like? Oh, I have great memories of my father. My father was, a, he loved me. And he would always like, well, first when, when I was younger, they were together. Mm-hmm. But then when they separated, um, I still would see him like at least every week, every weekend I would go to his house. He would take me to my dance. Um, I would go to, I went to a dance school called Philodanko. So he would take me there and pick me up and then we would go shopping. I hang out with his house and then I just come home. But he used to call me Binky Stinky Hockey Smoky Trina. <laughs> and that's what he always and how much do you love me? I love you forty five. Those are distinct things that I can remember about my dad. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And and I know I, I asked I know I specifically asked you about you and your father's relationship, even before I thought about doing a podcast, mm-hmm. I remember asking. And I remember you used to always tell me, like, "Oh, he loved me." That's like, that he loved. That me. is a remember. That is how I remembered it. Like, but, he okay. was. He just loved me. I just knew. I felt his love. I knew. I felt his love. I knew his love. It was just consistent. It was strong. He always made me feel like I was special. Like I mattered. Like I was his priority. And those are things that even though he's gone, that I always kept with me. Mm -hmm. And I could tell so much so that I remember asking you and I remember you going down that spill, basically how you just did now. You add a few more words now, but at that time, I remember the look in your face saying he loved me and I loved my dad. 
Like, I remember that. Mm -hmm. And I needed to feel that Mm -hmm. when I asked you because my mind was somewhere else when it came to fathers. Mm -hmm. Like, I knew about real father. I knew about my father or lack thereof, Mm -hmm. I should say. And I knew it it wasn't much of a presence Mm -hmm. for both of us. So when you said that, that helped me. Like, that put something in me to the point where I said, when I have children, I want them to to feel the way my sister feels about her father mm-hmm. because yeah. I'm walking around with the last name Rivers mm-hmm. and I got but that last name from from, him. from your dad. But guess what? It was a, he was a good in that area. The kind of man he was in that area. You got a phone? You need to take yes, it? Yes, yes. We're going to take a break real quick. Okay. And Boogaloo, we are back. Had a quick pause. Phone call from the hubby. So uh, we back. Um... But like I was saying, it, it, it instilled in me what I wanted my children to feel like about me. So much so that London has the same nickname. Because I remember you telling me my dad used to call me Binky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when London was born, I don't know why I just said, I'm going, I'm going to, that's going to be her nickname, mm-hmm. Binky. And that was basically an, an homage to you, because mm-hmm. you're my that. big sister. Mm-hmm. It's like so, and and that always stuck with me, because I I was young when I asked you about your dad. Really, I don't. Yeah, know. I was I was in my teens. Okay. I would say. Okay. And I, like I was old enough to to remember. Anything. Yeah, and to understand mm-hmm. like a little more, and that feeling always stuck with me because I could look in your eyes and tell, you know what I'm saying? Because at that time I didn't know much about your dad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when I asked you about him and the way you looked and the way you spoke about him, I was like, yeah, that's yeah, that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he 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 was he really put. I don't know if it was an effort for him, but he he definitely made me understand and know I was his baby. I was his heart. You know. So. Yeah, and I could tell. Yeah, I could tell. So moving on. Okay. That was your dad. Now you know I got to ask you about mommy. <laughs> One thing about Lucy, we all I feel like we all got different. Lucy's. Mm-hmm. We all got different moms. She was at a different. She was at a different point. I feel like in in her life, by the time she had us, like you had early Lucy, which I found out from her episode. What I couldn't fathom it from when I was born. I couldn't see her saying your red light parties. Mm-hmm. This was the bar mm-hmm. time. You know, <laughs> so this is when I was doing this. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I just couldn't picture it unless I talked to her about right. it. So she had that life. Then she had you. Mm-hmm. And then she had Rel. Mm-hmm. A different point in her life. Then Chelsea was born. Different point in her life. And then Chase was born. Different point in her life. Yep. So we all got to experience different Lucy's. But the right. the the part that amazes me, well, not amazes me, but makes me look at you in a special light is because you got to experience all of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so yes. you got to experience, you didn't, exp- I, I can't say you experienced before you because you weren't there, but you got to experience your mother mm-hmm. when she had you. You got to experience when Rel, Chelsea, and Chase was born. Right. And all the different, I guess, versions of mommy what like all the versions of mommy you got to experience yes. so i wanted to ask you about each different version starting with when you were a child how was lucy when you were born she was the same as like my dad was believe it or not she not believe it or not but she was very 
I was very, very attached to her from the standpoint of like, I was, I was just her baby. I was just, I loved my mommy. I used to call her that mommy. And I, every, I mean, she just, it was just, we were just bonded and we were like, she would just, she just poured into me just herself, her love, the same way she did you guys Mm -hmm. just were priority. We were important. We were her life. She, she, she just had, she was a good mom. And when I, from my first early years, I was attached to her from a baby girl standpoint. Mm-hmm. But then when I became a teenager and I started to pull away from that, um, that I wouldn't call it identity, but identifying as the little baby, I guess. I started to kind of come into my own as a teenager and, 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 and got a boyfriend and, and had, you know, so it, our relationships sort of changed. She was still my mom. She was still, we were still tight, but it was a more of a mature version um, of her. And then once she started to kind of, I guess I was about 15, um, it was like she she was my mom, but I was tr- kind of doing grown up things myself. So, mm-hmm. but 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 she was still my mom. It was it's kind of like a weird dynamic. Um, and then we our relationship just evolved from from so many different places. And then we just you know even after like once I had Chelsea. Um, she was still my mom. She supported me. She made sure that I still finished school. She made sure that Chelsea was taken care of, even though Chelsea was my baby. She, she just, she just hunkered down and just became everything that I needed at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and unwavering love, unwavering support. It was, it just, it was just second nature, you know? It, she never made me feel bad. She never condemned me. She never um, made me even feel like I had to go out and be like, well, I'm not doing anything for you. Got to you want to be fresh and grown and have a baby. Mm-hmm. She never made me feel like that. She always she was with whatever I needed her to be at that time. You know, even though I was the one who became the, a teenage mom. You know, I brought basically another mouth to feed into our home. Mm-hmm. It was, it was never, it was just, well, we're going to love this baby. We're going to be, a, you know, and then you're going to finish school and you're going to still do the things that you need to do, you know, so that you could be successful. Okay. And to answer your question. So once that happened and then, um, Chelsea came along and I, and I already had Rel. Rel was like my baby. I didn't talk about that part, but Rel was my baby before Chelsea was my baby. Mm-hmm. Like Terrell was, he was my brother, but I just took a hold of him. Like we just, from the gate when he first came, it was just, he was like my baby. Mm-hmm. You know, even though he was my brother, I just loved him with a passion, with a fierceness, with just, he was just so special, you know? So when mommy, I guess, got to be about, I was about 15 or 16 and mommy started to kind of, she was, she was, she, mommy was always partying. She liked her partying. Like she would hang out with her friends, but she always made sure that we were sa- that I was safe and, and among our friendship circle. Fr- like she had a lot of girlfriends who had friends that were my age who are like cousins to me. Mm-hmm. So we were always with each other, even when they would go out and do their thing. Um, so once mommy started to kind of, 
when you were talking about the bar scene and, 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 and I was taking care of Chelsea and kind of, you know, helping her, you know, being a mom to a little baby. And then I had Terrell, mommy just kind of, um, shifted into a different space, um, for a moment. It wasn't long for a moment. And then, um, she, she, but she was still present. She was still, I don't know how she did that, but she was still present. What are some of the differences you can see as mommy? Like, I put it, I, I'll, I'll phrase it like this. I'll give a story, then I'll ask a question. Okay. Leah in London got different chases. They got different dads. I was a new dad when I had Leah. I was learning on the fly. Like, I'm just like figuring stuff out as I go. So Leah experiences with me, with me were different than the experiences London have with me. Mm-hmm. And mainly because I know more with mm-hmm. London. Mm-hmm. So Leah would say stuff like, you, when I was born, you ain't do that. Like, she'll say that, and I'll be like, you know, I try to explain it to her as best I, explain it to her as best I can. Like, Leah, I know more now. Like, to be fair, yeah, I made mistakes with you mm-hmm. because I was learning. With London, I won't repeat the same mistake. Absolutely. So it's like, you're going to see a different dad. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm the, I feel like I'm the same me. Mm-hmm. As far as being a dad, I'm different right. to them because they got I, I no more. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the differences you've seen with with mommy when Rel is born and then when Chase is born? Because you, like you said, she was pretty much, what she gave us, she gave you. It was like pretty yeah. consistent. Yeah. Pretty consistent. Um Okay, so again, without divulging, I don't know if she talked about, did she talk about her? Okay, well, um, you know, I saw a mom who was up with me the first 10 years. She was working. She had a different job and all of that. So I guess it's different places. She was just in a different place. Um, When she had Terrell, um. It was kind of like that, again, at that part, that bar scene kind of thing where she would hang out. But he, she still made sure. He, and Terrell's father was around at first, too. Okay. Like, I know, I know all of your dads. If, you know, As if you should. Yeah. Um, I know. And Terrell's dad was around hit the, even up until the point where Terrell was, like, pushing two, I think. And then things, you know, happened. And I guess they went their separate ways or, you know, they were on the verge of that. I can't remember exactly when. But the mom that I saw with Terrell and even the mom that I saw with you guys, like, I believe, I'm not going to say mommy was more, I think mommy was just more youthful with me, Mm -hmm. you know, and then she was in a different space, whereas she became more settled. Wait a minute. What happened? It's not working. Uh, We don't got to go back. Um, I'm recording again. It was, it was, it was recording. It just, the screen looked funny. Okay. So I just stopped it for a quick second, but we back. Okay. Um, so she was more settled when and more reserved with you guys, I think, as it relates to, she, you know, as it relates to, um, and like you said, mature, learning to not do things a certain way. And then you guys were boys. So even though I was a girl, you know, something about mamas with their boys, mm-hmm. you know, and I just think that you guys both got away 
with things and you know even though she was hard and firm on you guys too in one way she still kind of you know she still kind of was soft too okay so she pretty she was She's been consistent. Yeah, just she's, that, she's ultimate yeah, consistency. She's <laughs> like, yo, she you get Lucy, that's what you get. You know, she doesn't change. She doesn't um it's 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 her love. It's is you know? Mm-hmm. All right, that 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 if that answers your question. No, it answers sure. my question because okay. it ain't it's no like the I was, only it, difference that you and I probably experienced differently was location. Okay. And maybe more like with the job she had, like she just, she really indulged me. Like I was, she indulged me. I was in all kind of little designer clothes. And if that, I mean, that's just what it is. That doesn't mean that you have a good childhood because, but that's what I'm saying. It was, we didn't, I didn't want for anything. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Those so first. I, I know you mentioned having a child young, having Chelsea at a young age. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about that time. Because you never strike me as the type that was shameful or felt away, or you know what I'm saying? Like you never strike me as the type that was unsure about yourself. Mm-hmm. My lifetime. Mm-hmm. So I was always curious for someone who had a child at a at at a, such a young age. What was that time like for you? Um, well, at the very beginning, believe it or not, for a long time, I didn't know that I was pregnant at first. Like maybe the first three or four months because I was just coming to into my own, you know, as a young lady and hormones and different things. You don't always know things, you know. Mommy, of course, taught me certain things about that, but... I didn't really know at first for the first four months. I didn't know. And then when I start to suspect it, I guess I was around five months and I was really little. So you really, I wasn't showing or anything. So, um, once it started to really come to me, Hey, this is going on. It all just went really quick. Like I real came to the realization that I was pregnant. And then maybe like, I think it was in the fifth month, mommy, I was getting out the bathtub and then she found out I had just really come to the realization of it too. It wasn't even really like I was covering it up and hiding my clothes because for a while I wasn't showing and I knew I wasn't having a cycle, but it was still like, well, maybe I don't have one. You know, it was, you it was, was that right. I was so young and didn't understand what a cycle was. Right. Like, is it, you know, I really, I didn't know. I mean, it might sound weird. But I didn't know. And then, of course, if, but if you're having sex, it, it's a possibility. You know, I had a boyfriend and we were we were tight, but we were doing that young puppy love thing. You come yep. over to my house, I come over. You know, it was that it was all I'm not going to say innocent, but it was just naive. We, we weren't aware of the gravity of what we were really doing. OK, um, but I will say this. Once I did find out and mommy jumped on board and became like just was so supportive like she was hurt and disappointed but she after she found out mom see one thing about mommy once mommy finds out what's going on she's going to especially she's gonna say you know what 
well, I love you. We, you know, I, well, she, I found her to be, I'm sure she was the same way with you because you said it. She was like accepting of it. Well, we, this is one, this is a part of our family. And this you is what happened. We're going to accept it and we're right. going to figure out how to make the best situation yeah. of it. So, like I said, everything just came really quick. So five months came. That's when the realization hit. And then she, we started going, I started, she started taking me to the doctor and, you know, getting prenatal stuff because for the first five months, I didn't have any, any of that stuff, right. you know? So it just all became quick. Um, and then, and, and once, I don't know how this came about, but I ended up going to a pregnant school. Once I started showing, I was pulled out of my regular school, which was Germantown. Yep. And I went down right up the street from her in North Philly. It was a, a teen mom school where we could go to school, like-minded girls, and we would all be together. So I guess maybe that wasn't a shameful. That helped as it relates to being shamed. Because it turned into like a village. It, yes, it did. I met girls who were just like me. Mm. We would go to school every day. You didn't day. feel alone. I didn't feel alone. And mommy worked right down the street. So I was just like, it was just so good. It was just a blessing in a way. So she would pick me, she would drop me off in the morning, right at Broaden, like, I guess it was like Broaden, Columbia, or block down. And she worked right at the Social Security office, like right in North Philly. And then when she was done work, she would pick me up. And, and that's how it went. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then and I had Chelsea when I was seven months. I didn't even go the whole term. I think I was like seven or eight months pregnant. So it just happened so quick. Uh-huh. And then she came. I didn't even like us. It, it, and it's just what that's just how it went. That became life. Yep. And as far as shame goes, I never let nobody make me make me feel like that. It was like inside of me. I always had a strong sense of who I was. Not that I felt like I was better than anybody or nothing like that, but I'm not going to let you make me feel like I'm less than just because I made a mistake. Right. So I guess I had that type of attitude. And, and honestly, that's I couldn't have made up another story other than that. Like, not as like particulars, like you changed schools, and I couldn't get down to details, but that last part, you saying I didn't feel shame because I had a sense of self- I could see that mm-hmm. growing up, even though you were older. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Trina ain't never, she ain't never been in no spot where she ain't, when she wasn't sure of herself. And that's how you made me feel. Mm-hmm. Not saying that you ain't have your moments. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But as a kid, that's how I viewed it. Like I said during, I think, Royal episode that I view my family outside of me as perfect, mm-hmm. like, or as perfect as it can get. Mm-hmm. Like, Yes, I said before I yearned to know who my dad was. But when it came to my family, I didn't feel like we were lacking Mm -hmm. or that we were missing something. Mm -hmm. We felt complete. Yeah, we we were in a unit of it. Yeah. It, that's how it felt. Mm-hmm. That's what it but was. um, before I, I I'm about to ask this question, it's not even on my list, but I just gotta ask it because I, I don't understand why I don't have it on my list. But you mentioned Chelsea. I love Chelsea, <laughs> and I love who she has become. Mm-hmm. But even as Papa Kita, even as Little Legs, <laughs> even as the young girl she was when I met her, I could tell then she pretty much had that sureness of herself, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you, as her mother, how like how was it raising Chelsea? Because... Easy. She, look, she, she had a slick mouth. 
So even I got the brunt of that most of, most of the time. We like, all did. Yeah, she. What you, you be, say? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> she used to do that little thing. It used to be like, stop it, Chelsea. Stop it. <laughs> she got there for other people. <laughs> she would do that, man. It's funny now if you think about it. Right. But that used to get on my nerves, and I think that's why we bickered mm-hmm. probably the most. But Chelsea has grown into such a beautiful young lady. Yes, she is. Like, yes, she is. She has exceeded mm-hmm. expect. Like, she was always on top of her very game. intelligent, right? Always yeah. intelligent. Mm-hmm. She was smart at schools. She got the best grades. I remember going to Houston. We used to all bring our port cards home, <laughs> and I'm getting like C's and threes. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> a little bit worse than mine, but. Chelsea used to bring home straight A's, yes. valedictorian stuff. Yes. And I think she was the valedictorian. She was the valedictorian. Of the, uh, she was. And was she the, hold up. Was she the, was she the valedictorian at Central too? Uh, I don't, I can't remember, but I don't think so. Okay, I, but I she remember. went to the, like I said, she went to one of the smartest schools. Mm-hmm. She was always very smart. So that was always evident. Mm-hmm. But who she is today, such, so self-sufficient. So I'm on my path, and to join my path, you're gonna have to make sense. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be any dumb decisions on my behalf. Right. So the fact that she's like that now, you could kind of look back at her childhood and be like, yeah, she, 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 she gonna be like that. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't see that coming. Like no. honestly, yeah. I couldn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. I always knew she was gonna be smart. Right. But to see it actualize is yeah, bad. like mm-hmm. the. See how it materializes. Like mm-hmm. this is this is beautiful. But I want to ask her mother how Chelsea was growing up, and how was it? Like you said, it was easy. It was easy. She was a good baby, and she loved her mom. It was like the same thing repeating itself. Like I was really close to mommy. Like I'm always close to mommy. Like you've seen it. But our relationship has changed. It, it went from one way. It, it just. It just transcends from just different places in our lives. But we just have a bond. But Chelsea has that same bond. We have that same bond. She wanted to be around her mom. She, we were close. She was a good girl from the beginning. Um, her dad's family uh, jumped right in, and they were very supportive. And Pumpkin. Shout yep, out Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Shout out yeah, Shelly. Yep, yep. They see. were very supportive. <laughs> Adonis. And, yep. And um, we, they just, they just gave that support, and just, and that, that their aspect of rearing, they, they participated in that, and she, she just be, she just, it was easy. She never made it hard in right. any. She never did. Like the most hard she did was fighting you. That was probably it. Yeah, we other fought like brothers. Oh yeah, but other than that, you, she was a good girl. She's a good girl. Okay. I don't know if that answers the no, question. No, I do it answer because it's maybe it's because we see her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like it just explains so much. The words you use, easy. I probably wouldn't say easy, but I'm not her parent. Like I'm, I'm her younger uncle, mm-hmm. like a brother to her. So I wouldn't say easy as much as it was just smooth. Yeah. Like it was just. She, you, I tell you one thing. I ain't never had to worry about Chelsea doing nothing. It wasn't in her. Yeah, so it's like. That's why I said it was easy because she never pushed any, any. She never even ever made me feel like she wanted to go in another direction other than be a good girl, go to school, get good grades, 
uh, wear her little outfits, be feminine and dainty and girly and play with her friends. That was it. Mm-hmm. Like, I never really had any challenges, thank by the grace of God, you know, where she wanted to be promiscuous or she got involved with, with drugs and things. Nothing right. like that. Or even boys. It right. just wasn't that. Yeah, she, she, she's had a good head on mm-hmm. her shoulders for... yeah. Since I met her, and I met her at, what, three? She was three when I met her. Mm-hmm. And since I met her, she was this little smart yeah. little girl that did. She, she she was a girly girl. Yeah. Like, very, very dainty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I called her, uh, dang, what I called her? I said gaudy, I think. And she was <laughs> she like, She didn't like oh. that, did she? She didn't like that at all. <laughs> but I'm like, yo, I mean, when I say gaudy, I mean more like flamboyantly. Like, not, but it's such and a she big personality, like big a, personality. But when you walk to her place, she seems like that. Like, if, if she would have construct a house, if she was to construct a house, like her dream house built from the ground up, I feel like I would walk in, and the first thing you would see is a foyer and a big chandelier. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's ex- extravagant, yeah, I guess yeah, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Like, she go big, like, and she she's goes, so bright. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how, that's what, that's what a. I would say about Chelsea, if I said, like, if I walked into a crib, you say, yo, Chelsea built this house for herself, Mm -hmm. and I walked into it, I would go, it's going to be a chandelier, it's going to be a lot of glass Mm -hmm. type, yeah, a lot of glam, (laughs) Uh but more specifically, it's going to be like glass Mm -hmm. statues, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. like, really, and and I I guess I had the meaning of gaudy Mm -hmm. messed up, Mm -hmm. but I remember when I said it, she looked at me like, yo, don't play with me, I'm not tacky. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm like I don't mean it as taxi. I, but that word I mean you. I mean you. I, I think you would be extravagant, mm-hmm. like big, right. like shiny. So it's like yeah. seeing her now is kind of like walking into her home now. I was like, yeah, this is it. Chelsea. Yeah, this yeah, is Chelsea. Face. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is how I would say it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. she and, and she gonna get to the day where she get everything she mm-hmm. wants. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like I, that's that's how I picture her. But moving on from Chelsea, my 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 heart. That's my baby yeah, right there. We got to talk about your little brothers. Okay, let's do it. So uh, first, we we got we got to talk about. We got to talk about, I don't even know if I want to go to Little Brothers yet. Okay. Because we talked about mommy, so I kind of want to finish the mommy segment. I got one more question with mommy. Now, this is going to skip your Little Brothers for a minute, but I want to finish the mommy part of this interview, and I'm going to ask you, what's it like owning a business with mommy? And I say that because I remember as, at a young age at YPP, I remember a parent had walked in. And I was in elementary school, probably going in the middle. And I remember he said something. He asked you something. I don't remember who the parent was. The faces don't, don't I don't remember the actual person, but I remember y'all were having a conversation. And you had said something along the lines of you owning YPP. And I remember just being a young, dumb kid that don't know no better. I remember going, you don't own this. Mommy owns it. And then you looked at me, he was like, Chase, be quiet. And then you went on to your conversation. And then after the parent left, you came back, you said, don't ever say that. Like, you was like, don't do that. Like, why would you say that? And I'm like, I didn't think I did anything wrong because you know me. I speak out of turn very often. Mm -hmm. Say Mm -hmm. things that y'all go, Chase, Mm -hmm. can you stop it? Or why would you say that? Like, so at that age, I was just like, you know, I was just being facetious. Like, you don't own that. Can, I'll answer. I can speak to probably why I said that. 
I mean, I'm that's what I'm, I mean, I'm Marcia, going to. I know you want to talk about mommy, but to answer that, yeah. The one of the reasons why I said that to you was because. Do but, you remember it? I I, I, I don't necessarily remember that okay. particular incident, but I remember the why. A lot of people, especially not all people, but they didn't want to give me my props. They they it was always people thought it was mommy's business. Right. So I all I'm not gonna say it was a fight or a struggle because you know I was what I was regardless of what they thought, but it just for some reason people didn't want to believe that a 20 year old was had a business. Right. I don't know why, but and, and that it was I was always fighting that narrative. Mm-hmm. Well, this is your mom. Oh, her mom has a daycare, and you know, and I mean, you you can't worry or think about people have their opinions, but one parent had even come in one time and said. Well, what do you want to do with your life? I mean, you can't work here all your life. Like a parent, a literal. And I was like, well, I have this. And he didn't get it. No, but you don't want to work here all your life. He didn't. He couldn't even conceive. He couldn't fathom. Yeah. And I dealt with that a lot. Okay. I dealt with that a lot. Even with family members. Like it was crazy. It was like, well, why can't I have a business and me and mommy be 50-50 partners? Why does it? Why can't I stand on my own and right. have that? So that's probably why I came at you like that because that was something that I was dealing with all the time at that age. I know I never did that again. Yeah, but it wasn't to attack you. No, no, I, yeah, I it got was, it. I it got was it basically then. To let, I didn't get the context. And you probably saying it in front of that yeah. parent, you know. Yeah, and yeah. you know, it was a bunch of yeah. factors, but I yeah. didn't get it in that context that you was like, yo, this is 50 50 mine. And I'm going to make sure people know they ain't playing in my it, face. It, whether this they is 50, knew or 50 not, mind. but guess what? Whether they, some people want to believe it. And it that's was, they, that, but that's still them. That, like, yeah. when I said it, I was just being a dumb little kid, mm-hmm. facetious, trying to make a joke. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew it was yours and mommy's. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the, I don't, I didn't know at that time how business worked. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about 50, 50 partnerships, mm-hmm. but I know, I knew day to day was you and mommy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mommy, then you. I yeah. never looked at YPP or Jesus and me like that. Mm-hmm. So when I said it, it was just being I facetious, to trying to be jokester. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you checked me, I was like, hey, I ain't going to play like that again. Mm-hmm. But that always mm-hmm. sat with me like, yo, mm-hmm. she, she, she let it be known and don't play with me mm-hmm. when it comes to this. <laughs> and I want to say, how, was it always 50-50? Yeah, from day one. Day one, because this is Yeah, this is how the business started. Um, I was in college, right? We really we had talked about doing this. Really, we got inspired to do it when Terrell used to go to his daycare. Terrell used to go to a daycare right around the corner from Germantown High School, and I would pick him up after I got out of school, and we would go home. And they ran the daycare such in a just it was just so just positive, and it just stuck with me. I was like, I want to do this, and mommy wanted to do it as well, but she was working for the government, so it was something that once. Um, I guess I got to, once I graduated from high school, I knew what I was going to go to college for. And I started going to college for early childhood education. And then mommy decided to retire from her job. So our goal was to start the business. It was okay. always, even when we started at the house, it was always, it was never, it was from the gate. We were 50 50 partners. That's I knew dope. what I wanted to bring to the table. She knew what she wanted to bring to the table. And we okay. just, and first we were looking for places we actually had a place. And we gave money, and, and, the, and the, it was like a bad deal. And we lost money in the the, the, um, the place. I don't know if you remember the place we were going to have it at. It was over on Godfrey Avenue. 
You remember nah. going there? Nah. And we would go in there and we wanted to build that place. We had rented it, spent got down payment money. And for some reason, I don't know what was, they were shady. I can't remember what happened, but that fell through. So we ended up starting in the house. Okay. I, now I remember the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember the home daycare, the preschool. I remember that. But what, what, what was it like? What is it like being in business with mommy, especially for so long? How is she as a business partner? I should ask. She's a she's a good business partner. We our our relationship is we've because we're we've known each other for so long. All I, your life. Yeah, I kind of know <laughs> what she might be a stickler for, and she might know what I'll be a stickler for. And we do a lot of compromising. We do a lot of talking through. A lot of people would, wouldn't even realize we just had a business meeting by just shooting because we make it look so easy mm-hmm. that we just talked about something and settled how we get ready to do things. So it's it it's, it just always worked. It was always she's a she was a good business partner. She she pours into the kids. She pours into the business. So it was never. I mean, of course, we've had our disagreements and we've 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 always didn't see eye to eye. But we've always compromised, managed to consider each other, weigh out what her what her idea may be. Sometimes we go with her ideas. Sometimes we go with my ideas. Sometimes we just don't do it at all, you know. Because if it's something, you know, if we really can't agree on it, we gonna just back up off of mm-hmm. it. But it works. Yeah, I, yeah, it definitely works. Y'all been in business for a long time. Yep. My basically a, a lot Your of my whole life. Child, yeah. yeah, yeah. Literally, we yeah. started. We started. And what that was another factor, not wanting to put you in a daycare. So it was like you were at that age where you were coming up. So it just made sense for us to just start where we were at the time, and that was at home on six thirty two East Allen's Lane. And a lot of your great friendships came from. Oh yeah. From from that situation. Still friend. My, my, and we one never, of my closest friends is from. Yeah. And we never had to worry about putting you in another program, Chelsea, either. Mm-hmm. You know. The two main friends I still still close to to this day is Rump and Lil Jordan. Mm-hmm. William yep. Jordan Clyburn. Those yep. are like two like we are still super close. Mm-hmm. Like those are my two guys. If I'm going back to Philly. Those like those two of the first people mm-hmm. I hit up. Like right. yo, I'm coming home. What's up with y'all? What mm-hmm. we doing? Yeah. And that's from Day home one. preschool to YPP. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So that like I like that YPP six thirty two that stuck with me all my life. Like we still had like we had like forty six minutes. I got a lot more questions, but okay, we gotta. I don't want to keep you too long because I want to ask you about Daphne, but that may have to be on another episode. Okay, well let's try work it out. Whatever. I mean, because I don't want to do. take too much of your time. I'm good right now. Go all ahead. Right, well, because it's flowing. Okay. So to just stay on business aspect, well, not even on business, but I'll introduce, I'll ask you about Dav afterward because I got to explain how important y'all are to me. Mm-hmm. Like I said it during, you ain't hear all of Chelsea's. I said it during Chelsea's that y'all are so important to me that I didn't just bring anybody home to y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I might as well just talk about Daphne now. Okay. I never wanted to bring somebody that I wasn't serious about to y'all. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I never wanted to bring somebody and y'all not approve. Because honestly, if y'all didn't approve, it wasn't going to work. And that's just how I felt being little brother. Mm-hmm. Not saying that that's truth, But me personally, in my being, I knew I had to bring somebody home that I could bank on and say, nah, they're going to love her. Right. And Daphne fit that mold so much so 
that <laughs> when I eventually did bring her to you guys, it was like it just was it was a second nature. It just from day one. Yeah, I remember we was in that. I remember we was we was in that uh hot living room. Oh my god! Watching that. Apocalypto. Yep. In yeah. that hot, it was no it was air so conditioning. Hot. We was all up in there chilling on the floor watching yep. Apocalypto. And that I remember that. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was like one of the earliest memories I have with Dav hanging out with us. Right. But what was your first thoughts about Daphne? Okay. When I first met Dav, I don't know if you remember. It was even before Apocalypto night. Yeah, it was definitely. Before um. Daphne and Tiffany were over together. Do you remember that? I feel they like I do. They both came over to the house together. And I met her and she was giggly and cute and she had that pretty smile, but she was just she was you know, she was her and and then when they were together, they had this little giggle, believe it or not. One of them had to go to the bathroom, so they both went upstairs to the bathroom. So I was just laughing at that. Yeah, Do you remember 20, that? that? I, I could believe it. I don't remember it. Yeah. But I could believe it. And they were just giggling. I just thought she was so adorable. Like her like she was very young, but her smile and her giddiness, I just thought she was just sweet. I remember that was probably the first time I remember meeting her and Tiff together when knowing she was a twin. Okay. What what was your question? Did I answer it? I mean, how basically how she was and how how how, how what did you think about her? And you you answered it. Uh yeah, I thought yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. I did, didn't know I I didn't necessarily know um, that you guys at, at, from that first visit. I just said, oh it's cute. Chase got a little girlfriend and she's cute and she's got a twin and there you know I was like oh like that mm-hmm. the first time. But I, so I didn't really say, oh, he's going to marry her. They're going to have kids. I never looked at it from that perspective. I was looking at it like new. Oh, look at my baby brother. He's got a ba- a girl. You know, it was like that right. kind of stamp- standpoint. But as time grew on and she just became a constant, I just, it just worked. You guys were just like, y'all flowed. Like it was almost divine. It felt that way. It was, yeah, it was just divine. I'm like, yo, this is. And I know she was a little younger than you, right? How many Mm -hmm. years is Daph younger than you? Three. Oh, not that much. Okay, but for for some reason, I thought it might have been more. But it just seemed like y'all just matched each other, and it was just divine. And it was never. It it just it worked, you know. I, I it was so seamless to me that it just made me that much more sure about her because mm-hmm. i was i was whew, i was very direct with dev mm-hmm. I, and i was very specific mm-hmm. i was very intentional with her mm-hmm. because i mean i had girlfriends i ain't meet none of them because they ain't never get there mm-hmm. or i ain't never get i there. mean i heard about them after the fact just like that episode today, I was like, I didn't even know the that. That wasn't my girl. I know, but you know, so don't like, do that. I got you. I got you. Don't you do that to me? Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like, like I said, I had girlfriends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? None of them that really I felt that way about. So when I had, when I had really got to know Daphne, because we didn't start out as I didn't approach Daph as you'll be my girl. I met her through Jasmine. I remember when they, we they were, lived on the block. Right? Yeah, they mm-hmm. all lived on the same block. Like. And we just was all kicking it, like all friends. And not, and honestly, she was in a relationship at the time, mm-hmm. so I gave her no second thought. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, like we were just all friends. Mm-hmm. So it was weird 
not weird, but it was different when I found out she was single and I got to see her in a different light. Right. And then that's when it started to, oh, no, oh she a little, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I like her. I'm a little yummy. Yeah, a little yummy. <laughs> I mean, like, she, she cool. She mm-hmm. real cool. Like, right. And it stopped from becoming just looking at her as a friend to, no, I wonder what she like. Like I want to like I want to get to know her more. Right. You know what I'm saying? So and then once I hit that switch mm-hmm. and got to know Daphne since I knew her as a friend mm-hmm. and got to know her uh intimately, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, I'm I'm this she she you I feel in. different. Mm-hmm. Like I f- I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I'm all in with her. Mm-hmm. So that when I so much so that they she gonna meet my people mm-hmm. because I care about my people. And what they think matter to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when I when I brought her in and it was so seamless and it just we ain't hit a hitch. It was just no, this is Daphne. That was it. This Chase girlfriend. We rocking. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, this is because I could have brought home Airhead. Yeah, I could have brought home somebody, and I felt like y'all would have been. Well, we would have we would have accepted your girlfriend, whoever you love. Yeah, I mean, if especially if she was if she was good to you. See, but that's what I'm saying. That's why Dad yeah, got yeah. to be brought around. Like, yeah. good to me is subjective. That's important, but she You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whatever you think good to me, I may think it's not good for me or whatever. I think it's I'm good for me. I'm talking about nobody mistreating you, using yeah. you. You know what I mean? Not caring about you, cheating on you, you know, and then in yeah. your face. You know, not that. that's what I mean when right. I say yeah, good no, no, to no, no. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like that, like, that was amazing to me. Like, like it, it, it made me that much more sure about her. Yeah. Like, look at us. Married now, house, yeah. two kids, a yeah. puppy. Like, it's, I could see that then. Like, yeah. I was the visionary in the relationship, honestly. I had almost had to convince her pretty much. Really? Yeah. I was, like I said, I was intentional. Mm-hmm. And she was very much, like, I, was, I don't want to say scared, but she was a little like, hold up. You came her hard, huh? Yeah, okay. I did. Because it was it. I felt it. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt. I don't That's know, I just she was felt, the one. Yeah. I, I felt different about it. Mm-hmm. But, um. Moving on, that was death. That was that. I ain't even had that written down, but I had to ask mm-hmm. him it was just the, the what y'all felt about who I brought home was important to me. Okay, but I do want to get to your little brothers. Okay, let's go. So I got to ask you, how was Rel as how, how was it having Rel as a little brother? And describe to the people that may listen y'all's relationship growing up. Okay, I believe we're thirteen years apart. Yeah. So. He was just this, I mean, I had spent 13 years as an only child. So part of it was, oh, I got a sibling now. Mm -hmm. But the other part was I was growing up. I was maturing. I was responsible. I had to look out for this little person and make sure that he's going to be good. Mm -hmm. Even though I know he had a mom and dad or you know a mom i it still i took it on as that's my responsibility to help mold and shape and love this little person right so he was just he was just that to me from day one. Oh, and he was so cute you know i mean he and he was a sweet little guy you know from day one so i just i just loved on him i just just mm-hmm took to him and we just bonded and we just have a we have a special bond from even you know being thirteen years apart, you right. know I'm I, I'm not gonna say I was a mother to him because I don't I I, I can't even take mommy's job that's her she was right. the mom but I still had a certain level of 
responsibility for him and mm-hmm. to him. And that was evident from my eyes growing up. I'm because yeah, I could grow up even as a child. I could see the child relationship was different. You know what I'm saying? Different than my relationship with him. Different than my relationship with you. I could tell at a young age that y'all had a different bond. Like I could just see it. Right. Like the talks you used to give him, the the way he used to go to you for guidance, the way that you, like you said, molded him. I can see from my seat, even so much so I would go a lot of the time, not a lot of time, but sometimes I would question like, she don't talk to me that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like she, like her and Rel communicate differently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even like, I, look, I never was somebody that outside of when it came to my dad, I pretty much understood who I were, who I was to people. Mm-hmm. And I understood who I was to you. I understood who I was to Rel. So I never felt bad that our relationships were different. Mm-hmm. Because I understood. I understood completely how y'all felt about me. Mm-hmm. So it was never it was never a I wish she was like that with me. Mm-hmm. But I could tell. Mm-hmm. Like I could sense mm-hmm. that you and Rel. Your bond was just different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So even looking at that growing up, I'm just I admired it, of course, because you my big sister, he my big brother. Mm-hmm. And that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Y'all should have that bond. And we all had a very strong bond. It was just different bonds. And so much so like, I remember dropping the basketball games. Hey, Rel, come on. Let's get into it. Let's talk, speak. Speak life. Mm-hmm, you the mm-hmm, best. Mm-hmm. I remember those talks. Mm-hmm. Chase, come on. You the best. Mm-hmm. Come on. You the righteousness of God. Mm-hmm. Every time you shoot it, go in. Mm-hmm. Physician, heal thyself. Mm-hmm. You you were very instrumental into pouring into us. Mm-hmm. Like you said, mommy poured into you. Mm-hmm. You were instrumental in pouring into us. Mm-hmm. Me, Rel, and Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And that was always important to us. But even so, Rel, especially. Mm-hmm. And even as the little brother, I could say, that's that's special. Mm-hmm. He needs that. Mm-hmm. And she's giving that. Mm-hmm. And that's why like, I wanted to ask how Rel was as a child and how he was growing up. Because it was like, I got one view of Rel. Mm-hmm. And you got a completely different view of Rel because you was older. You yeah. were understood more. Yeah, that, that that's what it was. It was, he was just so little. And so, you know, he came into my life. I'm 13 years old. Mm-hmm. It's not like we can be a sibling like you are a sibling to him from the standpoint we y'all be playing together yeah. and doing things together. We were closer. So I just had the responsibility of this is my baby brother. I mm-hmm. have to make sure he's, you know, what whatever mommy needs me to do as it relates to him, I'm on it. Right. I admire your relationship. Mm-hmm. I admire all our relationships, and yeah. like like I said, I couldn't see a more perfect family. Yeah, we were tight. We we. We do a beautiful bond among us, you know, yeah. and we didn't really pay any attention to it at the time. Right. We, we were just, were just in living it. it. Yeah, yeah. We were just yeah. in it. We would, but, but we, we, we moved like one. You, we, we did move like back, one. Yeah. You look back mm-hmm. on it and you go, nah, that was special. Yeah. Everybody don't got that. No, they yeah. don't. They really don't. Everybody. They don't. really don't. And and you and and then when you came along, I don't know if I'm being presumptuous. Oh, come on now, question. you know we got to. You know I'm leading up to me. Okay. This is my podcast. We got to talk about Chase. Okay. You we want me to continue? Yes. Come on. Uh, come on. You, you made a good along, transition. Just go ahead. Transition. I was even a little bit even more older. 
Mm-hmm. So I was. You was like 19 when I came Right. Out. So I was, you know, already having a, a kid myself. And then mommy took, took you. Like, you was her baby. Like, not that you couldn't be my baby. You were too my baby. But it was just, I think I was in a different mindset by even being older. But you were you were special too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, I was like, oh, he has bonus baby. You know, you came along when it was like, I didn't know if mommy was done having kids. But felt like a uh oh. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> mommy parent. I, I don't think it. <laughs> no, it, it was, a was joke. yeah, yeah. It, was it wasn't joke. like that. It was always because you gotta remember, mommy always accepted us. Mm-hmm. Always, she never ever ever acted like we were mistakes or it's none of that. It's all love. You know what I mean? Right. And um, she, you know, like I said, she just covered on you. Like, I couldn't. She was deboing me out like, this is yeah. my baby. Uh-uh, this is my chase. I felt, that That's you said what, it, I felt yeah, that too, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it wasn't that I couldn't be that I was to Terrell. But, um, it, you know, she just had it covered. It was like you and her bonded, like, in a different way, I think. No, I, I know. Yeah. No, I second yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I second that. So, and I felt that too, like mm-hmm. I, like me and Lucy, like mm-hmm. I all, like she had you covered. Like yeah. I could literally, I, I mean, I had access to you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I had influence with you. Oh yeah, but, of course. But she, she just had you in that place. You was her little baby boy, her little light skinned curly haired baby <laughs> boy who used to suck his fingers and just you were adorable. Man, look like a little monkey. Oh my god. No, you were like <laughs> one of the best looking babies I've ever seen in my life. Like you you were adorable and you were sweet and funny. You like London is now. Like just that humor and um just that that you had so much personality. You were just special. Oh yeah, keep going, keep going. What you else know, was I like? What else is? You special some like funny stories. and you were What's fun. A- oh, I got plenty of them. Like you used to like just just the stuff that you did, like you would did I tell you about how I used to jump out the playpen? We'd go up I don't know why we would leave you downstairs. I don't know if we would go upstairs to do stuff and the playpen would just be down there and we were coming back. Cause I know mommy did a lot of laying on the couch, falling asleep on the couch. But she would put you in the playpen. And let's say for instance she go in the kitchen or I go upstairs, all of a sudden we'd hear something go boom. <laughs> and these feet going across the floor. <laughs> Chase! You stop. The feet would just stop. Get back in that playpen. <laughs> now, Mike, you jump back in the playpen and lay down. Y'all patter, patter, and just jump back in. And it was crazy because you tried it. But as soon as you got that call, we just laughed the whole time. She's like, look, he out the playpen. Listen to him. And then you jump back in there and lay back down. It was just the funniest thing, you know? And, again, you know, I tell the story all the time. About how I don't know why I left you downstairs. I think it's because you were asleep on the couch. So I said, I'm going to leave him right here and let him take a nap on the couch. Instead of trying to wake you up and bring you upstairs with me. But I really wanted to take a nap. Why I didn't feel like I wanted to lay on the couch, I don't know why. But you were like six months. You had never crawled before. Mm -hmm. You were very quick though you were very and you had real good coordination and motor skills like your back was strong like these are things like having a little baby where how I could see you being able to do it but you were like six months I went upstairs I laid down across the bed and fell asleep so it was daylight and then we came all I saw was because you used to rock we used to have a song we used to rock rock a man rock rock. yeah we used to sing that (laughs) so um 
when all I saw was you standing over me, rocking, like, yo, why you leave me downstairs? <laughs> yo, you know I ain't want to be there. And I just could not believe that you had crawled up all of the steps safely and came to me. Those are a lot of steps and some turns in there too. That's what I'm saying. And it was pitch black in the house by woke up. I must I mean I nodded out. So I just remember that story. That, that's just that's a funny, funny I, That's a historical that's just a historical. Y'all used to not let me live that down. Never. Because I just it was amazing to me that a little six month old baby can come up steps that he never climbed up before and come get in the, find me in the room. Like, come on. You had to have some kind of skills to do that. Or Angel. Yeah, that could have been it too. Angel could have said, "Look, let me get upstairs, take this baby upstairs." But it was—I remember that. I will never forget that story. It, it tripped me out. I was like, "I like this. What kind of baby is this?" <laughs> yeah, so, man, like I said, people have pretty similar stories to me as a child. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you was active. Definitely. They used to say bad back in the day, and then no, people started. I, no, people did, they and then they would. Yeah, a lot of a lot, a lot of them used to say bad, and then they would correct themselves. Like, but not bad. Yeah, because I, you wasn't bad. No, but you that would were be not the first, bad. That would be the word that come out, and then they would go, like almost all of them would go. Well, you wasn't bad. You, I'm not gonna say bad, but you were active. Yeah. It would turn right into active. That's the, the key. Yeah, That's to the who point you where, were. To the point where active became. That's the, your identification. Yeah, because like, you were. You had a lot of energy. Um, you just were quick. You was always quick, and you wanted to do things quick. And you were a lot of fun. You still are a lot of fun, but that was your personality. You were a lot of fun. You were just a pleasure, a pleasure, a little joy, just something special to to have around. Just you just was just special. You just had a special yeah. spirit. All right. Well, let's look, look. I got two more questions. Okay. And then we're gonna end it. Stand on me. Pleasure. It's gonna be pleasure see you. I mean, pleasure chase. I'm on there. You know what I'm saying? I'm a pleasure. All y'all out there listening, chase is a pleasure. <laughs> now, get to know him or leave him alone. <laughs> but no, staying on me, I wanted to ask you pretty much the same questions I asked everybody else. And I know you heard the questions before, so hopefully you gave it a little bit of thought. Okay. But um, first question is what do you think Chase's best quality is? You have a lot of qualities, so it's hard for me to say one tops them all. But one of the qualities that I absolutely love seeing you is father. Mm. You are a great father. And your children, they just adore you. And that, to me, is just to see that, it's just a blessing. a blessing because that's not taught that's inherent and it's second nature and those little girls that you know that to me is just it's it's another level so I mean if it, you have a lot of qualities I can't even just name them but when I see you as father and husband that's to me is is just it's admirable and it's just is if I if I try to put it into words, you know, like even when I was sitting there watching you guys tonight, we we're eating, y'all y'all move as one unit. It's like 
it's a it's it's an it's a beautiful thing. That's um something that as a very young person in this world I always wanted to be. You are. It was two things I've always wanted to be or always wanted to achieve. That was to make people laugh. I would say it was the first. I always wanted to make people laugh. So that was like I guess my original first thing I wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. But then I struggled, not even struggled, but I thought so much about not having my father that I made sure in my time, when my time came to be a father, that they were going to know me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was going to play the role, a huge part in their mm-hmm. life. So much so, like, that's why, that's why I led with how you spoke about your father. That laid the groundwork for what I wanted to accomplish as a father. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. I remember you telling me this. When you first, when Leah first came, and I think we were on the phone. I don't know. It, when, when you had, right when you had her, you told me, this is like a love like no other. So you knew what to do. Whether you paved the way or planned it or whatever, that love kicks in. And it's just automatic. Because you told me that. You remember telling me that? I don't. You were like, Trina, this this love. You would we, talk. I was like, how is she? What do you know? And you was like, it's, it's, I just, I'm in love. This is like a love, a love like no other. And I remember you saying that to me. So, don't, you know, when love kicks in and when, when, when you, ha- when, and, and you're in your role. Because, see, this is your role. You know, a lot of times people get out and they want to be successful and, and we want to get good jobs. And all of that is beautiful. But do you know it's successful when you have a family and you have a wife to provide for and care for and protect and build with and then have children, an offspring? That's, that's, that's the way God intended for us to be. So you are so successful. You're successful. I feel that though. I feel that way. I feel like, yeah, I could always want more money. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to be a little bit more financially, not even stable, because I'm stable now, but just have more. Extra, yeah, mm-hmm. just have more. Mm-hmm. Have mm-hmm. more to provide for mm-hmm. and more to provide with financially. Mm-hmm. But I've always known that I was going to be a husband and father. Mm-hmm. Like, I just knew it. In my, mm-hmm. so I think I said this in Chelsea episode. I always knew I was going to be a father mm-hmm. and a husband. Mm-hmm. and a. You know what I'm saying? I just knew it. Like it because yeah, it's your role. I couldn't role. put my finger on it it's then. It's your role. You know? I just knew it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, it was just, I'm, this is what I'm going to be. I'm going to get. And that's why I think I went so hard when I met Daphne and got to know Daph mm-hmm. because I saw it like mm-hmm. I felt it like I was like all right this is my, this is this is the start mm-hmm. of what I already knew I'm go I already know what I'm gonna be mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah. I got a lot of friends who are single now or looking or in a relationship but they look at me and see me as who I st- was striving to be my whole life 
because it, I'm telling you, it's something about it. It's the way God created us. And, you know, again, like I said, we put a lot of emphasis on a lot of things, you know, and I'm not taking it away from people, what they call successful, what they call a good thing. But, you know, family, a successful family, a family where, like, you are successful. Now, I'm going to continue to be. Amen. Amen. So, moving on. Mm-hmm. Last question. Mm-hmm. You know it's coming. Mm-hmm. I asked you about my best. What do you think? Thank you. That was my daughter Leah, of course, coming in for the twenty fifth time. Yeah, she just needs she needs to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm bringing on the podcast next. We did ours already, but okay. she's going to do it again. Okay. Um, worst quality, and I'm changing that question because Please. when I say worst, uh, 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 it has a negative connotation to it. And you know, I'm not going to answer that. You do know that, it, right? But so, I'm changing the question. What do you think? I can improve on the most. And I'm phrasing it that way because it just sounds better than worse quality. Yeah, who because thinks and, of worse quality. No, like, and I wouldn't answer that because like you said, who thinks of worse quality? And I wouldn't even speak anything like that over you because then I would be given power to it that is already you know, we can change. Mm-hmm. Anything can be changed. Able you as well, I'm not gonna do that. That makes sense. That's why I wanted to I wanted to phrase it differently because I would say, and this might be, I would personally say improve on what you think you should improve on. I don't even want to have that kind of, even this question to say, well, you know, you need to improve on that, you know, because I'm not here to critique you. I'm not here to to tell you I'm dissatisfied with anything that you're doing. What I would recommend or say to you is if you see something in you that you want to get better at, then work on that. You do that. So, but a lot of... a lot Because of, I don't have... I can't say that. I can't even answer that question, honestly. I hear you. I hear you. I, in, I, I accept that answer. Okay. Because one thing about myself, I'm always very honest with myself mm-hmm. I'm always very transparent with myself because I'm with me everywhere I go mm-hmm. I can't escape me mm-hmm. so I always know I've always known that so I've always been honest with myself because I can't lie to me mm-hmm. so I know what I could improve on but what mm-hmm. but, but I guess I'll change it to this then because I accept both of those answers no worse quality you don't want to say what I could improve on, but you're my big sister, and this has been a consistent thing that happens in our relationship, just because of who you are. And I have to ask it this way because it's just it's how we've always been. Mm-hmm. It's our relationship. Mm-hmm. Can just can I get some words of encouragement then? Mm-hmm. Instead of the worst quality, instead of what I need to improve on, let's just keep it how it's always been. What you've always been to me is encouragement. Mm-hmm. I would say this. The same goal that you set for yourself when you said, 
I'm going to be a husband and a father and I'm going to be a good one. And you went out to pursue it with a passion because you had that visualization that this is something that you were and this is something that you wanted to make happen. Do that with everything. Because that is successful. You didn't just do that. It's here. And no, I'm you guys, it wasn't easy, you guys. But what I loved about both of you is y'all had each other and y'all were in it. And it wasn't just you operating over here and she operating over here. Y'all came together from even from a long time. So I would just say keep that same fire with everything. And, and, and I'll even say this because every family member spoke about the same thing. If you want to get better and you want to get that weight off, get it off. Mm -hmm. Get it off. You know, the, the, I heard it. Mommy, Chelsea, and Terrell all said it. Get it off. See yourself the way you want to see yourself. Because with all things are possible, you got to believe it. And if you get light that fire, you can do it. It'll be easy. I accept it. Okay. I've enjoyed this episode. Okay. I um my one of my favorite artists, Wale. He has a song called "Love Me Nina," and you know I always called you Nina. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. I thought mm -hmm. she was gonna tell this story, and I, I should have brought it up. But that but I, as a kid, <laughs> yeah. I could never say Trina. <laughs> I would say Nina, mm -hmm. and that yeah. stuck. Yeah. You just brought All that to my, my remembers, yeah. I still call you Nina. Mm -hmm. Even though I can say trainer. Right. But Nina was... Hey, Nina, Nina. Hey, Nina. Some of the dwink. Oh, wait. I should have told that story. <laughs> you and, and see, that. but see, this goes together. You are always very, very persistent when you wanted something. Very persistent. Like, relentless. So... Again, you can use that. Like we go in the kitchen, I'm in the kitchen doing something, and Chase would come in. He was all a, I don't even know if he was three years old, and he would suck them fingers, and he would say, "Nina, yes, Chase, some of the drink," because you couldn't say I want something to drink. You just said some of the drink. So I said, "Okay, Chase, I'm gonna get it for you in a minute," thinking you'd scurry off into the living room or something and just forget about it. And maybe you thought, maybe you knew. Yeah, I ain't falling for the okie doke. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd stand, I'd be like, what? And he'd be like, some of the dwink. All right, Chase, I'll get it in a minute. Just give me a minute. You still wouldn't move. You would stare right there. And then I say, what, Chase? You go, some of the dwink, some of the dwink, some of the dwink. <laughs> and then you know what I would do? I would get you something to drink. That was the but you were persistent. You didn't. You didn't. You were relentless. You did not forget about it and leave. You stayed on it. <laughs> so that is a part of your character, and that's something that's there in you. That if you want to, you know, be be thinner or just be healthy, more of a healthy eater, why not do it? 
Stop. Like, don't me. I mean, and, I, and I'm not even talking about this from the standpoint like I'm finding a fault with you. I'm talking about it because it's been talked about. And then you gave your spill on the why or why you're doing this or why you feel that. Just do it. Make it happen. Just do it. Find a way. Some of the dwink. Some of the dwink. Some of the dwink. But yeah, that like like I said, like I I, I accept that. But the the song uh, "Love Me Nina," he got a uh, Wale has a part where he's singing, and it's a uh, it go like Nina got me feeling like I never have to walk alone, walk alone. Nina, and that would always, I, I love that song for that part, oh. that one part, because mm-hmm. you always made me feel like you were there for me. I am. You always made me feel like I got my little brother. I do. So it was like, that. I had to bring that up because that's, like, I love, like, Wale, one of my favorite artists, and, and the fact that he got a song Isn't that something Nina. that's ironic? Yeah, like, it, it's just, I had to bring it up with you because... I appreciate you always making sure that I always felt like I had somebody with me. You do. Even Amen. if it wasn't true, you always let me know the Lord was with me. Mm-hmm. Amen. You always let me know I wasn't alone. Mm-hmm. In times I needed it the most, you was like, yo, you good. Mm-hmm. You are the righteousness of God. <laughs> In Christ Jesus. Yes. So, I mean, <laughs> we're going to end it on that note. Okay. So, uh, I appreciate you being on here. Yes, I love you. I thank you for the opportunity. And of course. Okay. Of course i don't get the, this completion right here yeah <laughs> you sure did you know and they were very good podcasts if you have not checked them out make sure that you do hey y'all heard her <laughs> and just like that chasing my thoughts this is Danina Epp, and we out of here thank y'all for coming out that's the episode. I appreciate y'all listening. But I'm going to sit here and get my two-step on out the door. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Chasing my thoughts. I'm out.